Thank you so much. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for your work. Thank you for coordinating the women of destiny in your tenor so well. So we're talking about what? Embracing your uniqueness. And just, just going to bring a short word, okay? Because I'm sure we can't wait to get to the um, Q and A. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'll talk a bit about Deborah. Just a little bit, just a little bit about a woman called Deborah in the Bible. And it's from Judges chapter four, verses four to 10. This is now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidus, but judging Israel at that time. She used to sit and hear, that is to decide disputes under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. The Israelites came to her for judgment. She sent word to someone Barak, the son of Abinoba from Kadesh and said to him, behold, the Lord God of Israel has commanded, go and mount, march to Mount Tabor. Take with you 10,000 men of war from the tribes of Naphtali. And I will draw Sisera, the commander of Jabez and me with his chariots and his infirmity to meet you at the river Kishon. And I will hand him over to you. He says, and I will hand him over to you. Hmm. Then Barak said to her, he said to Deborah, if you go with me, then I will go. That's what he said. If you go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. She said, certainly, I will go with you. Nevertheless, the journey that you're about to take will not be for your honor and glory because the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. So it means at that point in time, you know, it got switched. He said, he's going to sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And initially he had said he would sell him into, um, Sisera into his hand as a captain of the army. Deborah got up then and went with Barak to Kadesh and Barak summoned the fighting men and they went up at his command. Deborah also went with him. What am I trying to bring out in this story? If we read the verses before, this is Judges 4, 4 to 10. I do not have, we do not have time. But if you read Judges 4 from verse one to three, that is the three preceding verses before this, it was talking about the chaos that was in the land. It was talking about the war. It was talking about the terror that was in the land. People could not move around freely. People could not move around freely. And so something had to be done about it. And But a woman came on the scene, a woman who embraced her uniqueness, a woman who understood her giftings, this was Deborah. She was a prophetess. She was a wife. She was a judge. So obviously she studied law and she was judging Israel at that time. She was deciding that. So she could have been a doctor. She could have been, you know, something else in her um, vocation, in life, in her career. She could have been an entrepreneur. But she used her giftings to be a blessing to humanity. She did not just bless her nation, but she blessed this man called Barak. It is time for women to rise up. And you know what? It's not just a cliche just to be saying, ah, women is our time. It's time for us to rise up. It's time for us to rise up. It is time. If we do not embrace our uniqueness, 
we're not rising anywhere. If each person, just like Bumi shared her journey of embracing her uniqueness. And I like the fact that it was not just one journey. It was about three phases. So it's not a once and for all discovery and they're like, you're done. You get to a phase again where you have to discover another aspect of you or a place where you are confused and you have to go back and check again and re-embrace another side of you and get more clarity and get more clarity. I believe the extent to which we embrace each of us, our uniqueness, that is the extent of our rising as individuals and as a team, as women to fill the places that are for us. She filled that legal place. She filled that place as a judge. She sat under the tree of Deborah. That was her address. That was her handle. So if we say today, social media handle, that was her handle. Her handle was at Deborah Palm Tree. Hello? Yes. And they came to her for judgment. They came to her. So what are people coming to you for? We reached out to women. Our coordinator also said, you know, to me, you know, where this is what we want to do this, this month and all of that. Who is reaching out to you? Who needs you? You are needed for your uniqueness. In the marketplace, they call it USP. So Deborah knew her uniqueness. One, she knew her God. So she was real. Deborah was real, authentic. Why? Because Barak, the army general, go back and read this story. You know, I just rushed through it, but I hope you have noted the scripture so you can go back and read this very, very interesting one. Judges chapter four, verses four to 10. And of course, the end of the story, even into chapter five, very, very interesting story. How actually they won the battle, how actually Sisera fled and fled into the arms of Jael, a woman who we might call maybe an introvert. A woman who would say, oh, she stayed at home. She was working from home. When working from home was not popular. <laughs> you know, working from home is popular now, post-COVID. We're all working from home. I'm at my home now, right now, and I'm doing this, right? Um, uh, so Deborah was out there. She was out there in the sun under her palm tree. Her address was palm tree of Deborah. That's where you meet her, except she's on break to go home and check on her husband, like her husband, her kids or whatever. Jaya was permanently at home. So there are no excuses to your type, to your personality, to your vocation, to what you do. Make it available. That is what the Lord is saying to you. Make the giftings I have given to you available. She made it available. So as the captain, Cesera, from the enemy's camp fled, ah, as the captain of the Russian army fled, Ah, okay, let me not go into that, sorry. Right now, because we are in the midst of, war, of the war and we know the war between Russia and Ukraine and don't just think it's just between Russia and Ukraine. The whole world is involved. We are watching because we are watching to see and praying this thing will not escalate to other nations and this will not embolden other nations to begin to fight with themselves. Praying this does not become World War Three. Okay, so let me not digress. But this was a war situation. If you read Judges chapter four, verse one to three. It was a war situation, clearly. And they wanted to take down this enemy, their opponent. And so God gave Barak the victory and he went to war. And Mother Deborah was there in his chariot. Did she know anything about bow and arrows? Did she know anything about that kind of fighting? But well, she knew how to war in the spirit. And when he said, 
except she gave she gave him the word, the prophetic word. Some of us have that gift of prophecy, the gift of word of knowledge that operates in my life as well. The gift, you know, use your gift. So she had delivered the word, the, the word. But Barak said, except you go with me, I would not go. So that was a man, even though he was a captain, he was a general of this army, but he was afraid and he was honest about it. All right. He didn't have to say, oh, I'm afraid I know because men, when they just one sentence, you need to be able to pick it. You need to be able to decode. When he said, except you go with me, I will not go. For her, she picked it. She was emotionally aware. She picked it. She knew this was huge. She knew he's trying to say, I'm afraid. But she didn't want to come out and say, mommy, I'm afraid. You know what I mean? She didn't want to say that. But she picked it. That this man was afraid. And he would drop the ball. He said, if you don't go with me. So if she says, you know what? This is not my, you know, my wiring. I'm not for, you know, you know, my own is to give the word, prophesy and go and sit under the tree and continue my legal work of judging people. But when she saw what was at stake, she said, if you don't go with me, I will not go. Ah, she said, this is extra. I'm going to stand up. And that's why we say she arose as a mother in Israel. She arose and followed him. He was comforted. He received strength, even though he had received the word of the Lord. But he says, you and the Lord, you need to go with me. So I'm not saying the Lord is not enough. The Lord is enough. And you could rebuke Barak and say, is the word Lord not enough for you? You have been given the word of the Lord. You have been guaranteed victory. What else? But as a human being, as human, as in his state of vulnerability, he needed her support. And she arose and went with him. And it made a difference because a lot was at stake. Because you can't force people to do what they don't want to do. Even if you threaten them with the word of the Lord, not fear the Lord. <laughs> if they don't want to do it, they will not do it. And so when he said that, who is she that Barak could be this vulnerable with her? That he could be this real and authentic because she was a real woman. She was an authentic woman. She was a woman that he was, she was a safe place for him. Who are you a safe place for? Not everyone will need you. Don't get me wrong. And in my own journey, if I start talking about my journey, I won't even leave here. So I thought, okay, put me talk about her journey. Let me just go straight to the point. But I might interject a little bit in my journey. In, in, in her, her, her own journey, she realized that she was a leader. She realized that there was a lot of responsibility placed on her. But you see, when you embrace your uniqueness and you're honest and you're vulnerable and you're honest and real, you will be honest enough to say what you can do and what you can't do. She wasn't forced to go with Barak. She chose to go with Barak. I don't believe the Lord told her to go. The Lord told her to give Barak the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord. Give Barak the guarantee that I am with him and the battle will be won. He should go and fight. That was her assignment. But she went the extra mile because he said, Ma, I need you. That was what he was trying to say. And it was he didn't just say, I need you, please come with me. It was like, if you don't come with me, I am not going. Which means that that prophetic work will not come to pass. The battle will not be won. Everybody will suffer, including her, because the enemy was already advancing to their side. She will not be able to continue her ministry. Her palm tree will be raised down by the ballistic missiles and all that. So she did a quick take and said, okay, I'm a mother. And for a general like him to be this honest, to be this vulnerable, look, now let me be honest with you. Thank you for that word from the Lord, but I'm afraid. She said, okay, let's do this. So embrace your uniqueness, celebrate it. 
you are acknowledging that God didn't make a mistake with your design. 